On September 30th, the Superfund Network will be attending the 2018 edition of Queen City Anyfest. At QCAF, we will be manning a table for you to come and meet us and hosting our second live QA episode. Not only will you get to meet us, but there are plenty of other fantastic panels, a Smash Bros. and Mario Kart tourney, a wide variety of vendors, plenty of cosplay, and much more. Tickets only cost you 10 bucks, and that covers you for the whole day. So if you can, come on down to the Connexus Arts Center on September 30th for the Queen City Anifest 2018. September 21st. How the hell are we already on the 21st of September? The night of the 21st? Do you remember it? I think so. (laughs) (laughs) I got, I better, I've had that song stuck in my head all day. (laughs) It was like the first thing I posted this morning. I, I was hoping to post it like at midnight specifically, but then I forgot about it. I was like, oh, it's like 1230. Dang it. it. Was it two? What? Whatever. Fucking got that out. Oh. Hey, Duncan. Hey. How's your week? It's going well. Um, wasn't here last week, but that week was a really uneventful I'm sure, you, yeah, you went down there as well, but my weekend was fun. Went down to Saskatoon for the expo on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I controlled my impulses, because like, as much as I do like Hellboy and Ron Perlman, that's all I like Ron, Ron Perlman for, for the most part. Mm-hmm. Like, I know he's done some good roles and I've was in other places. I looked it up and he was like, he's, was it him? Yeah, he's the narrator for the Fallout series. Yes, he is. I did not re- I did not put two and two together. I remember specifically the Fallout <laughs> 3 commercial where it's like uh, the camera's pulling back and you're seeing like the Washington Monument and then you see like the whole place is decayed and then it's just like war. War never changes. That's a good commercial. Yeah. Got to go hang out at Bartari again. That was fun. Didn't get a chance to play games because I did not know that they were airing the. Uh, they were airing the Overwatch. Hell in the Cell. Oh wait, they were airing Hell in the Cell. They were airing. They were airing. Oh Hell well, in the Cell. I, I I wouldn't have been able to see it because I was driving home that night. So. Well, I stayed that night because um, a friend of mine wanted to go down and watch the Coheed and Cambria concert. Ah, uh, okay. And uh, we both agreed that we didn't want to drive drive back that night. I hate driving at night. My uncle mm-hmm. got hit by a moose on the way back from a kiss concert. Mm. So yeah, I just don't like driving on the road at night. Highways at night. City, it's fine. Yeah. Except for those city moose. They, they <laughs> come out of nowhere. Like, what the fuck? Ah, They're man. sneakier than the, than the road ones. Um, I My brother lent me his PlayStation 4 for the last couple days and I got to play Spider-Man. Ooh, oh, how's it? How's it? So good. <sighs> I it's like a it. it's a love letter to Spider-Man to the video game too. Oh, 
Yeah. I've been wanting to get it so bad, but I just haven't been able to. I I, I bought a bunch of other games. I'll just go into that later, but yeah. Like, it's awesome to watch people play. So, like, I've had a bit of a spoil because everyone's watching Let's Plays. But it's so beautiful to even watch somebody else play it. The the web swimming swimming <laughs> web swimming the web swinging mechanics are just on point. They're just amazing. Like it's to the point where like even if you're somewhat bad at swinging, it still makes it look good for you. Like oh, I'm about to hit the wall. It's like oh no, I'm, you're you're going at an angle. Like I'll automatically start running on the side of the wall. Okay. If I'm about to plant it, I'm just gonna go start running up the wall. It's oh. It's got the wit. The story's currently on point. I like some of the designs of the villains that I've seen mm-hmm. so far. <clears throat> um, no, and it was beautiful. Like it, it threw me off too. Right at the beginning of the game, it starts off with a, just a, a, a cutscene, and then all of a sudden, just seamless transition into the game. It's like, wait, what? I'm playing now. That's always appreciated. Yeah, it just starts off with him like catching on, like uh, with his little spoilers as possible. Basically, it starts off with him in his room, and all of a sudden, his phone goes off with a a police sighting, and he just jumps out of his room, and then boom! All of a sudden, as he's starting to slowly fall, he's like, "Hey, press this this web or the the, the web swings." Like, wait, what? Oh shit! Oh. Real question is, what happens if you don't? <laughs> just... You just keep falling slowly, slowly, slowly. He doesn't seem to take fall damage because, like, or I haven't tested it, but I've fallen a couple stories and he just like, I'll just roll, or I've I'll seen... just do the hero, the, the superhero stance. Ah, uh, I, I want to see him eat shit super <laughs> hard, just like <laughs> splat on the ground. Just, like slowly gets back up or something. Yeah, and since game was, over. <laughs> I was playing my brother's account, so freaking. I already have like a bunch of skins already unlocked. I got the punk Spider-Man. I love Ooh, it. Cool. <laughs> so he's got like these freaking punk spikes like embedded in his suit. He's got a freaking punk like, like jacket. denim vest. Yeah, okay. it's it's amazing. I love that skin. It's my probably my favorite. Okay, okay. But um, yeah, that's about it. I have not had a chance to touch World of Warcraft in a bit, and I feel bad for that. A couple of my friends have been like, "Where are you? I haven't seen you in a while." Spider-Man. <laughs> if you're listening, I haven't told you. It, the, last night, I did not hop on WoW because I was playing Spider-Man because my brother's taking back his PlayStation tonight. Oh, no. <laughs> so does that mean you have to get a PlayStation? <laughs> yeah, I have to get a PlayStation now. But I also want that Switch. Let's say get the Switch first. Yeah. Gotta get that Switch for Pokemon yeah. and Smash. Yeah. That's about it. That's about it? Okay. Um... Oh, oh yeah, friggin', I'm hoping by tomorrow I'll have the Kanto Poedex complete on go. Ooh, nice. Thanks to this recent event, if you're not aware, uh, they, yeah, they, a... they basically, all the Kanto Pokemon are just in the wild, and the international Pokemon just for Kanto can be hatched from friend eggs. I need to walk around a bit more to hatch some of those eggs, so that I can land a couple of those things oh yeah i i lucked out and got like the my first batch of eggs i got all of them nice nice so i just need dratinis and clefairies i haven't seen a single dratini there's there I, I, been I've a couple one but during this event none there have been a couple one one star raids and they've rarely been a i think the most common spot 
as far as the Facebook group has been messaging whenever they find any is okay. downtown. Yeah. Over by the park. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's it for your week. Yeah, that's about it. Okay. Uh, my week was pretty simple. Uh, just work Tuesday was bad. It was a pretty bad shift, but every other day was pretty good. Actually, it was weird. Uh, but before all that, I uh, went to Saskatoon for two days. Uh, first day, I mainly just like walked around, bought some stuff. Uh, didn't go to like any panels or anything. Uh, I almost went to the speed dating, the nerdy <laughs> speed dating one, but uh, uh, I guess I forgot about it and just didn't end up going. Uh, also did some networking with uh, a uh, Saskatchewan-based podcast network. Oh, sweet. Like a, so uh, hopefully going to get in contact with them and see what we can do. Make some connections. Mm-hmm. Connections. And uh, uh, what was kind of the highlight, well, I have two highlights from Saskatch Expo, and that was uh, one meeting Trish Stratus. Uh, it was especially great because uh, I was with Ty, and like he he was gonna <laughs> get a just... print signed by her. Yeah, and I'm just like standing. With, I'm accompanying him in this, and he's like, "Hi, Trish," and like like she said, "Hi," and all that, all all that, and uh, she she asked him, "So where are you from?" He's like, "I'm from south of here, uh, down the road," and he's just. <laughs> Just mental, just fried, just meltdown, and I'm just like Regina. He's from Regina. Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> uh, it was so pure, and just oh, uh, he seemed su- super excited. Yeah. He just didn't know what to say. It was great. It was great watching that happen. Uh, and Sunday, I was dead tired because I slept on the floor. Ouch. Uh, which was funny because me and Ty were po- both planning on, like, we were both ready to sleep on the floor. It was like, okay, so Tanner's gonna have a bed. Rock, paper, scissors decides who gets a bed. Hi, <laughs> Coach Show, I'm on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, we stayed at the Ramada, which oof, would not stay there again. I'd- Even sleeping on the floor. Was the worst sleep on the floor I've ever had. <laughs> and we stayed. We only stayed the one night. We went. We came down Sunday, left Monday. We stayed at the Quality Inn. It was nice. Okay. Got a, we got a two better for like a hundred bucks for the night. Oh, <laughs> uh, and it was it was right off of um, Idlewild too. It was like maybe a five minute drive away from from downtown, like to, an eleven minute drive to. The expo. Yeah, we were also like right off of Idlewild, but we were a little bit further up, so it was a bit of a longer drive to uh, the, uh, the the grounds. Yeah. Uh, that place had like zero soundproofing, <laughs> so you could hear everything. Oh dear! And there was probably about five or six ladies that in, at like two a.m. We're just standing down the hall, just yammering away, and it woke all of us up, except for, like, Tanner, I think. Oh, dear. And 
<laughs> Ty and Sabrina were both like we were, we were ready to just go out there and just start like yelling at them or something. Or I think someone one of one of the group actually did go out there and like, hey, quiet down or something. <laughs> or call but I think eventually like security went up there and either booed them out of the building or sent them to their rooms. Huh. Nice. Uh, but yeah, uh, that's, I don't have a good track record with Ramada there. I would not stay there again. No, no. can't say I have experience with Ramada's Delta mostly best Western. That's cause my dad works there. Holiday Inn was the one I always stayed at. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Ramada is low tier now. <laughs> Very low tier. Uh, and the other highlight from the Saskatoon was, uh, because I was so tired from the previous night, I went into the area where the panels were, and I just fucking had a nap. <laughs> uh, which didn't help because there was a child just fucking screaming his head off. And his mom was like, just like, okay, we'll leave that. Oh, no. I was like, oh. We got a stage three screamer. Yeah. And then, like, I was across the way from them, and they circled around right beside me, like, no, oh, he's still no. going. I just wanted to sleep. <laughs> and then, like, I, I was just seated, I was at a table all by myself, and occasionally people would just, like, come sit at, at like, the other side of the table. Oh, yeah. And then, fuck off. And then, like, a family with a kid sat down. And I was like, you know what? I'm up. Whatever. And I look right, and I see that the wall has come down because it's Ron Perlman's panel. Oh, shit. And I'm like, oh, shit. Panel star- Oh, shit. That's Ron Perlman. <sighs> oh, it's a Q&A? I'm going to go ask him a question. <laughs> Just fucking <laughs> fuck my way over. <laughs> uh, and I was, like, getting real nervous when it was my turn. But luckily, the person on the other side, like, I was I was going after him, and he comes up and he's just like, so the lady before, she had some uh, fan art, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, thank God this is being delayed, and just, like, it was swir- the the nervousness was swirling right here in my gut, and then, like, as the, the fan art thing happened, like, it just all dissipated, like, Okay, we're good. Thank you, Mr. Fan Art Man. And when she brought, like, it, the papers handed over to Ron, he's like, no. <laughs> also, Ron's super chill and just so deadpan. Like, what you see in, like, Hellboy and stuff, that's just Ron. That is just Ron. It's super fucking good. So I just had, I had two questions either for him, and I could only ask one. So I was like, uh, I'll choose this one. Uh, and I asked him, like, is there any dream project still out there for you? Like, <laughs> I started off with, like, so, Ron, you've been around the block a little bit. I was like, what do you mean about that? I was like, I, I mean, you've been in one or two movies. <laughs> he, he was just going in on everyone, basically. It was great. And, and he says, like, the stuff he's working on right now is really great. Uh, like, he's in a show called Hand of God. Yeah, I heard of, I've heard about is that the Amazon show? I think that's yeah, an Amazon Prime. show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and he's in our project and you like just basically check out his current stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll take that answer. The other question I would have asked is any travel nightmare stories because those are always great. Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, if I could have asked that, I would have. I, <laughs> I did. So. Uh, but yeah, I bought some stuff. I got Anarchy Reigns for free. Uh, because the Saskatoon Public Library was just giving away free books, free games, movies, and stuff. I'm like, okay, cool, I'll take Anarchy Reigns. Mine. Uh, and I... Tanner has given me... He bought a GameCube Buffy the Vampire Slayer game. Oh, no. Uh, and... <laughs> We're, apparently, we're going to do an LP on that, maybe. So, oh who knows? Uh, and, yeah, I, I just basically bought some stuff. And just trying... I, I bought that pit, but that's for Liam to complete the collection. Oh, jeez. Uh, I would have also bought Ike, but Ike was $80. I was like, no. That Ike is $80. That's not he right. may fight for his friends, but he's not coming home with me. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, that's pretty much it. I went to Jerry's, the burger ice cream place. Mm, I haven't hit up that place before. It was very good, actually. Uh, would absolutely recommend. I'm trying to remember. I think I have leftovers from that. <laughs> I think I don't know oh yeah I totally ate them already <laughs> I thought I still had them I was like oh those probably have gone bad by now oh dear no I, I, I just remember I ate it already uh, but yeah that does it for my week more or less I didn't do anything else up until today where we yeah. record podcast huzzah yeah so let's get into some news so, you see that Captain Marvel trailer? Yeah. I, you know, again, this is another movie where I don't know much of the lore. She's only become relevant over the past couple of years in, like, say, for example, the TV shows. Mm-hmm. Like, the cartoon shows, like the, what was it, Avengers the Mightiest. She showed yeah. up for a bit, and she became more of a canon character. But, yeah, I've never read her comics. So, this is a... I have no idea who the... I kind of have a gist of who the villains are. Scrolls have been thrown around a lot. And... So uh, this is kind of like the prelude to Secret Invasion yeah. a little bit? Which I, I thought was going to be like the next big arc they would do. Like yeah. all the people who died in Infinity War were actually just scrolls. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this trailer is so fucking good. It's a really good tone setter. Yeah. Uh, I especially like how it starts with Carol literally falling through a blockbuster. <laughs> like, this not only tells you this is in the fucking 90s, but also that this movie's gonna uh, be a summer blockbuster. <laughs> yeah, we see that, yeah, she has been hanging out with the Kree for a lot. Of time? Yeah. Like, she was an Air Force pilot, and then somehow ends up, like, in the far reaches of the galaxy. Yeah. And that she... she even she doesn't know if she had a life, like, here on Earth. It's been that long for her, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and she punches an old lady, who's probably a scroll. <laughs> probably a scroll. But if she's... <laughs> oh, oh, my God. God. That would be the worst. <laughs> Just... 
Oh, why'd you do that? Wait, oh, I thought you were, I thought you were an alien. Sorry, <laughs> runs away. Oh, jeez. No, I'm looking forward to this. Even if, it, like, especially if they're building up to a secret invasion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's due out March 8th, so that cannot come any faster. Yeah. Because that sets up uh, next Infinity War. There's nothing in between that and Ben. Uh, so, oof. Unless you count Venom, which is kind which of is loosely, very loosely tied. Super loosely tied. Like, it's not even really a part of it, but it's like Spider-Man, but not Spider-Man. Yeah. I gotta freaking like, stay spoiler-free for, like, a month, because I'm gonna wait until I go down to Anaheim for BlizzCon. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna go watch it at a fancy theater. Are you gonna go to that, like, the the, the theater in Chinatown? Oh, Try yeah, and get there? Yeah. Ooh, that'd be cool. I'm gonna check the prices for that. Probably ludicrous. That might be worth it. <laughs> uh, and sticking with comics for a quick second, uh... There is a pro, uh, f- the first real look at Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker, or pre-Joker. Yeah, because like an early Joker. So I think this is obviously telling that this is going to be well. It's, it was already told that it's going to be like a Joker origin story. Yeah. So probably like the Killing Joke kind of going yeah. down that route. Uh, and the director, Todd Phillips, posted on Instagram a photo of Joaquin Phoenix, who looks almost sickly. Yeah. Uh, and the caption only reads as Arthur. So, obviously, he's a big fan of the show, Arthur. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear lord. Now I need to see a meme. It's got the... (laughs) When... (laughs) <laughs> when they want to bring back Jared Leto yes, Joker <laughs> clenched fist clenched fist <laughs> uh, this is a slight breath of fresh air compared to Mr. Damage on the forehead yeah. I'm glad well, well we'll have to see how he looks in like clown makeup and all that oh yeah I forgot to add they, add, they did the, there's a new little video with him it, they just basically it's just a small like snippet of him just sitting in the like like that just like he is in the picture there but then you, you start seeing like um a projector project on over top of his face and you see him wearing like clown makeup oh like okay. old school clown makeup like the whole like white mask and the red smile and the red dotted eyes okay hmm yeah i have to keep our eyes on this Oh yeah, it is supposed to be R-rated. And Robert De Niro will also have a role in the film? Hmm. Uh, also, Scorsese is a producer on the project, so that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> so, keep an eye on that. And you know what else you want to keep an eye on? Oh god. This is what I think it is. Batman's yeah. packing heat. <laughs> He's always been packing heat, apparently. Oh dear. Because in a recent comic, we got a good fucking look at fucking Bruce Wayne's Johnson. <laughs> what? <laughs> we 
we were at work yesterday and we were talking about this and like Bruce Wayne actually straight up has everything. He's rich, famous, good looking, has all the money in the world. Well, that's also rich. He's a superhero. He's fucking Batman. And he's got a big dick. What what more does he need? What more? So, in a panel from the new Batman Damned, number one, uh, written by Brian Azarelio? Yeah. With art by Lee Bermijo. Goddamn. Uh, the superhero's penis seemingly tied from uh, a knight trying to solve Joker, Joker's murder uh, is seen uh, leaning to Batman's hard right, resting on a pair. You know what? I'm not going to read all of that. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's presented in a lot of shadow, but you can see the detail that he's he's rocking something down there. <laughs> And basically, everyone's just like, man, what the fuck? Why? <laughs> what was going through your head? Why? Is what possessed you? It's like, you know what? Normally, this is just shadow. Yeah. <laughs> nothing more, nothing less. But they decide to draw the outline of the dick, I guess, for the hell of it? Let's give the girls some fan service. Yeah, I guess. And all those who else who find it servicing. Yeah. I know when Tanner gets here, he's going to want to talk about that. So we'll come back to this story. But uh, (laughs) this comic is meant to be aimed at mature viewers. So it's supposed to be very edgy and dark and stuff. But was this needed? (laughs) I don't know. This is like... For the likes, that would be better suited for Punisher. Not the nudity, but like the mature rating. Yeah. Like, he's done that before back when, what was it, Max Comics? Or the Dark Nut, or Dark, or I can't remember whatever company. I think, I think it was... It was the, like the Max line of comics. I think it was Max, yeah. Yeah. But they did some pretty dark stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on... To our first of two pretty rough stories coming from the gaming community, and that being Capcom uh, is terminating the Vancouver studio uh, known for Dead Rising and uh, Puzzle Fighter, I believe. No, Puzzle Fighter. So initially, the report came out that they were uh, canceling all of Vancouver's projects. And we're expecting a 4.5 billion yen loss, which equals about uh, 40 million U.S. Damn. Uh, but then it was recently uh, t- uh, tweeted by game designer Aiden Scanlon uh, that Vancouver not only had all their projects uh, shut down, but the studio itself shut down. Ouch. Uh, GameDaily.biz also received word from an unnamed Capcom source that the developer plans to focus all... Yes, tell the game. Uh, uh, plans to focus all major develop- game development from its expanding Japanese studios going forward. So, basically everything's moving back to in-house in Japan. Which is real shitty. 
Yeah, that's kind of a bummer. I mean, a lot of, I mean, that's probably where a bunch of people got jobs from. Like, because mm-hmm. I know in in Canada, there's really two big institutes that that train for. Like, it was the Art Institute. Yeah, there's the Art Institute of Vancouver and the Art Institute of Toronto. Yeah. So a lot of people are working for that trade and just have a big business, just pack just up their gone. bags and leave. And just it it cuts away from the job pool. Yeah. Uh, cause really there's, I think EA's now the main player there. Yeah. Like their EA Vancouver studio. And I think there's a Ubisoft studio there as well, but I can't think of anything else there. I can ask my bro. I've got somebody in the company. <laughs> uh, and, uh, Capcom's actually not even that worried about this because they've made so much from Monster Hunter World <sighs> alone yeah. that they can cover a 4.5 billion yen loss <sighs> and not take that bad of a hit. Which is off. crazy when you think about it. Uh, but yeah, I hope everyone who was laid off there lands on their feet. Uh, wish them all the best. Develop your own team. Become the best. But sticking with Capcom is... We got a TGS trailer for DMC5. Yeah. Which uh, we get some more character reveals. We uh, see that Trish and Lady are both back. That was uh, crazy. And it's more of a extended Dante trailer. Because he's only <laughs> been, appeared a couple times. And didn't even say a word in the previous trailers. <laughs> Uh, but this one, this one, yeah, we got a lot more Dante. Uh, <laughs> just watching it. Fuck, man, this game looks just fucking kick-ass. Oh, no. With every little snippet of information we get about it, it just makes me salvate even further. Uh, yeah, Trish and Lady, they're looking great. Uh, learn a little bit more about Nico that her uh, uh, grandparents were the ones that made ebony and ivory his, Ooh, uh, his guns right yeah uh, we get some some serious scenes with uh, Dante and uh, Nero interspliced with Nero being like, just being Nero he's like I got all the power I need in my hand and it's like eeny meeny miny mo you're the one who's got <laughs> uh, yeah, this trailer is basically just showing off more gameplay. That th- this this game is going to be sick styling all over the place, and we meet another character called V, I believe. Yeah, I think that's it. And uh, yeah, he seems like he's going to be a cool character. And we also got a quick look at uh, some pre-order stuff that you can get Mega Man's Mega Buster. <laughs> I don't. I, I go out of my way to not buy pre-orders, but that I like that. That's pretty cool. That's fun. I dig that. Uh, but yeah, I fucking can't wait for this goddamn game. This game's gonna be fucking great. Over the past, like, E3 and past couple of months, I've just like, you know what? I actually need consoles. I'm going to get back into the whole console gaming thing scene. 
There's cool stuff. I'm going to get off my PC Master Race pedestal and get back into consoles. But yeah, that, uh, that's looking fucking cool. Uh, really can't wait for more. Uh, now let's stick with Capcom for more in our story. Being a Mega Man 11 trailer that showed off Tundra Man and Acid Man. Acid Man. Tundra Man's fucking fabulous. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> and his voice actor in Japanese is just fucking playing it up. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, it's an ice skating robot master, and that's fucking great. Uh, and uh, Acid Man, uh, uh, a cutting edge chemist turned mad scientist, Acid Man is bent on mixing volatile volatile co- concoctions. Uh, but he's ready for battle as soon as his acid barrier goes up. <laughs> Acid Man's uh, corrosive shots and barrier only become more intimidating as soon as he activates his speed gear, sending him into a pool, into the pool for a flurry of chemical chaos. And for Tundra Man, uh, in the past life, Tundra Man was a surveying robot uh, designed to keep track of environmental changes in some of the coldest places on the planet. With nothing else around him except a few animals and a television to keep him company, Tundra Man found new purpose in watching an, ice, watching an ice skating championship on TV. Ever since that fateful day, Tundra Man has dedicated his life to the fine art of figure skating, and now claims a frozen museum as his new lair with the hopes to one day display his icy art to the world. I love how they gave him like little synopses or little freaking glimpses into their character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just fucking can't wait for this goddamn game. This game's gonna be so goddamn good. Finally, if Mega Man game, the freaking fandom can... Finally, a Mega Man game! <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I forgot to mention. I did buy some games today, actually. Oh. Oh, you got some sweet grabs. Uh, for a hundred and thirty bucks, I picked up Crash Nitro Kart, Mega Man X Command Mission, Luigi's Mansion, Harvest Moon, and actually, it was originally just for those four. Yeah. Uh, but the guy also threw in Grand Theft Auto San Andreas for free, <laughs> and then while I was at Walmart because I had to buy a bunch of stuff because I found out, oh, I don't have an extension cord. I kind of need that for my car because winter is coming. <laughs> Uh, and also tinfoil because I need to cook things on tinfoil. <laughs> and while I was there, I also bought Yakuza 0, which is the actual starting point in the Yakuza franchise. Oh. Uh, like That price alone was, was like her, uh, Harvest and Frickin' Luigi's. Are, uh, yeah. You got everything else extra. Those, those games were your big hitters. Yeah, those, I wanted to like, wonder how much you got Luigi's for because I remember Luigi's is going for big money. If I remember, while I was at the convention, I think I saw Luigi's Mansion. It was like seventy dollars. Someone said, "Yeah," I'm like, "Ah, no, <laughs> we'll pass." Also, I saw someone. Yeah, it's selling... going for sixty-five dollars on eBay. 
Yeah. Uh, I also remember seeing someone selling uh, MVC2 for like $100. Like, <laughs> ouch. Pass. <laughs> I know this game's delisted, and that's why it's super rare now, but fuck. Oh, damn. Uh, and, uh, and let's go back to the news. Yeah, Mega Man 11 is looking real fucking good. Can't wait to get it. Uh, did they say there was a release date for it yet? I don't remember. I don't, I'm not 100% certain. October 7th, 2nd. Hmm. That's like Tuesday in two weeks. Oh shit. Oh fuck. I guess I. I guess I know. I guess I can Moving on, actually. So, uh, we got some more news on Jump Force, yeah. which includes uh, uh, Yugi from Yu-Gi-Oh! It's going to be a playable fighter. Yes. Well, I assume it's going to be, he's going to be like a stand user almost, where he, yeah. he'll just like play Dark Magician. I assume it would be like three cards he would be playing or something. Probably Dark Celtic Guardian and... Maybe Karibo? <laughs> Maybe Karibo. If not Kree, we'll probably like Gaia. And his super move will be like having either Exodia or uh, the uh, the god cards. Yeah. The Egyptian god cards. That would be it. <laughs> yeah, I'm really interested. Like, yeah, like these characters who you don't normally think you'd do in a Jump Force game. Being like, this game blows the, those J-Star games just out of the water. This yeah no like I've never really I think I've played one. My friend bought a friggin' imported PlayStation Two, and it was like one of the original like jump games. Mm. It was essentially just like Smash Brothers, just with jump characters. Yeah. Uh, and in turn, we also got some more news, which included uh. Uh, Togoru and Yusuke from Yu Yu Hakusho uh, as well as a couple of Hunter x Hunter characters and four original characters by Akira Toriyama that's interesting uh, these characters are King, Glover, Navigator and uh, Galenia uh, and the real life Himeji castle in, uh, uh, is also a confirmed stage which I, I think I saw some people like, is that the castle in Osaka? I was like, no, that's not in Osaka. That's a different <laughs> one. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, was I think it's Kane that just looks like Hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With little little Orby boy. Yeah, Navigator's like a robot monkey kind of thing <laughs> yeah. with no legs but arms and can float. Uh, yeah, Kane just looks like Hit, which <laughs> I find really funny. Hit with cell wings. Yeah. 
Oh shit! I actually didn't notice the cell ones. Yeah. He d- <laughs> Fuck, man. <sighs> Toriyama has just kind of a way. It's his own thing. And the yeah. guy on the left looks like Xehanort from Kingdom Hearts. He does. <laughs> He's got glasses on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And we also got news on a PlayStation Classic. Coming from uh, TGS as well. So this thing is about 40% smaller than the original PlayStation. It's small. It's a small boy. (laughs) Um, 45% smaller. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And for those wondering, the controller cables are not that short. They're actually kind of long. Sweet. You don't make Nintendo... Don't make Nintendo's mistake. Uh, and so far they've said they've only introduced, uh, I think five games. Yeah, four or five. Uh, for it. Uh, so, so far they've announced that Final Fantasy VII, uh, Jumping Flash, Ridge Racer Type 4, Tekken 3, and Wild Arms will all be in there. Howdy! Shalom. How much have I missed? Uh, we've gone through a couple news stories, but uh, if you if there's anything you want to talk about, shotgun it. Marvel. What, what news stories did you talk about? Here, I'll, I'll, we talked about Batman Johnson. Good job. What did you think of it? Uh, I've seen better. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we did Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Baller. Uh, Devil May Cry. I I need to play it first before I have opinions. I haven't played a Devil May Cry game yet. Five will be my first. Uh, Capcom shutting down in Vancouver. Yeah. That sucks. Jump Force. That, new characters. That's something. Yeah. That sure is something. Someone dug out their old anime OCs and put them in Jump Force. <laughs> that being Akira fucking Toriyama. <laughs> and Mega Man 11. God fucking Tundra Man. He's fabulous. <laughs> He's the best. I don't even have an opinion on Acid Man because Tundra Man is the best. He's so good. <laughs> Uh, also, that game comes out in like two weeks. Good lord, I don't have I don't have time. I'm not gonna get to the Spider Man until like next year. Oh, I got to play it. My brother lent me his PlayStation. Also, oh, so it's so good. I'm going. Um, hey, remember when you I asked you if you needed anything for housewarming and you asked for towels? Yeah. Well, my mother has been beside herself because she has the chance to buy you towels. So instead, she's giving you all the kitchen hand me downs. Oh, sweet. <laughs> I don't know why I brought my lunch kit in. <laughs> Another cutting board. That is always handy. And more for these. Thank you. I'm taking off my pants live on air. <gasps> nice. I also got a belt. A new belt. You did get a new belt. I did not get a new belt. Oh, see you, space cowboy. We didn't meet your heart out. <laughs> Today would have been a great day to wear my MeUndies, but <laughs> hashtag on spawn. That's awesome. Yeah. Not yet. And knives. Do you want me to do my week or should we just get that? Yeah. Tell us about what your, how your week was. Um, well, I went to the Saskatoon Expo with Ryan. That was fun. We're analyzing them and networking and seeing how we can apply that kind of stuff to stuff here. Mm. I bought magic cards. 
Because I'm a little bit back on my bullshit. Okay, here's, here's the thing. Magic the Gathering itself is a good game. But if you don't have good people to play it with, it is a very depressing game. Yeah. I was hardcore into magic for like three straight years. The year when Innistrad and Return to Ravnica were in the same standard rotation was great. Because I had all my, my black, green, death stuff coming back. Golgari, hardcore. Awesome. It's like, meet me with my Golgari deck. Meet me with the, the Simic deck. Meet me with the combination Golgari and Simic deck. And then I finally got around to actually going to official, like, Friday Night Magic games. And everyone there was a condescending fuckface. And they're like, oh, you're playing cards like that? Have you even played Magic before? Like, what are you even doing? Do you even know what these abilities do? And I'm like, yeah, I do. I've been playing for several years. And, like, they got to the point where one night I just walked out halfway through the tournament because I kept on losing. And I was fine with losing, but everyone was being a cunt about it. And so I just went up and like, I'm sorry, I don't like this anymore, and I'm leaving. Whoever was up next to me gets the pass. You're a third-rate duelist playing a fourth-rate deck. I mean, like, if they... calm down, Kyra. <laughs> so, yeah, and I ended up selling all my good magic, well, the ones that I can make a buck off. If I give the rest to Ryan, he probably still has them. I, they may I, have been lost in the move, I'm sorry. I, that's fine. You, you had someone you showed me your room when you first got here. It's like, yeah, I see magic cards. Things we lost in the fire. <laughs> I mean, Colton did tend to refer to common cards as kindling. That's the thing. That, that's, that's not even... No, I won't get into that. The point being is that if I had like friends who just wanted to casually play magic with me, sure, I'd go hardcore into magic again. But if the only place I could play with is, like, maybe making my way to a Friday Night Magic tournament or playing against Jackie with the only two decks I got where she just has the terriblest luck. Oh, God. <laughs> just no The draw first luck. game was all land. The second game was no land. Mana drowning and then uh... mana droughting. Also, me and Lindsay recorded a quick and dirty pilot. Nice. That I was like, oh, this will be a fun little like 40, half an hour, 45 minute thing. It is an hour and a half long. Yeah, that's how it goes. I'm going to try and edit it myself, but there is a possibility that I might outsource it to you, Ryan. Will do. <laughs> but I also don't want to put too much pressure on you, because I'm also going to ask you... I mean, if... is, there, is there a specific time you want that done? No, but like... No. If there's no time to have all... I can put on But we want it to be weekly. Quick. Oh, weekly. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's why. And the other thing is I was going to ask you, what are the odds that we might be able to get Pokemon out weekly just so we can start burning through a backlog just until we're caught up? Oh, boy. Yeah, I had a feeling that'd be the reaction. <laughs> because that actually takes me oh, a whole week to edit. Oof. Oof. It's rough. <laughs> i got to cut out dead air a lot. <laughs> And also add Sorry. in. Sorry. No, oh, no it's fine. Point. It's all of our faults. <laughs> but also we have to think. You know what thinking requires? Dead air. Yeah. It's never our fault. Okay. Okay. Also, that also reminds me, I recorded a thing at like 1 a.m. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to fucking slap you for making me cry. Don't oh, do that. God. That hurts. Oh, no. God. Oh. My it, boy. it was, it was My a boy. thing that li it, it was weird because I was having a shower I got off work and I was having a shower and I just started thinking about that kind of stuff I was like I should record this and just sat down recorded 50 minutes of just me rambling about things well you're very good at telling tales Ryan yeah tall tales ah. nah. <laughs> I'm still taller than you oh, oh. <laughs>
Well, hey, on the upside, now you probably have your shit together a little bit more than I do. A little bit. Somehow. I don't know how. How does this work? It's because I was one of those kids who I did really well in school, and so as soon as I started to falter, it just all bottomed out. And that happens to a lot of... That happened to your sister. That probably happened to a good chunk of your friends that you were talking about before. Yeah. Probably. I mean, I could probably unload... I failed early, so everything was up from there. I mean, that's a harsh way of putting it, but yes. Realistically speaking... Oh, God. Yeah. If you want to listen to that, it's on SFNOTR. Okay, back to the news. Back to the news! So... Kevin Feige is all like, hey yo, we Marvel's also gonna oversee X-Men movies. Will they be in the same universe? We actually don't know. I'd be fine if they were in their own X-Men I actually universe. would prefer that. Back when they were doing Secret Wars 2015, and they're like, oh my god, they're gonna banish the X-Men to another dimension. Like, yes, do that. It's never made sense that the X-Men get discriminated against for having superpowers and everyone else is lauded for having superpowers. It makes zero sense. It makes zero sense. It's like, oh, it's Spider-Man. Eh! Supers! Eh! I mean, to be fair, Marvel civilians already have a pretty cynical view of superheroes. They are evil. But but generally generally speaking, if you put Spider-Man and... I'm not going to say Wolverine, because people like Wolverine regardless. I like Wolverine. <laughs> the Wolverine podcast started, apparently. Oh. I haven't listened to it yet. Oh. But I hear that it's good. I just haven't heard it itself. Uh. But anyways, if you put Spider-Man next to Cyclops, people would be like, oh, Spider-Man has spider powers. He's great. Cyclops has eye beams. He's the devil, because he's a mutant. <laughs> and he... Modoc also has eye beams, but he's fine, because he's not a mutant. He's a cyborg thing. Oh. And plus, freaking Cyclops is the devil. He is the devil. I mean, Scott, uh, Scott he- is the worst. Let's be real here. He's the worst X-Man. I, mi- I missed all the t- p- comics where he did the stupid shit and only came in after all the stuff had happened and people were just commenting on how, oh man, that Cyclops, he was such an idiot. And like, I don't know the context for any of this. <laughs> everyone hates Cyclops. <laughs> he was good for portraying a huge overlying character arc where the characteristics of him and Magneto shifted and they became each other for where they started mm. because near the end of Cyclops's life I'm, I'm not going to spend a whole hour talking about this but essentially freaking Magneto started off as a mutant extremist and then he started to think you know he to freaking started thinking about the ways he's doing things and now he's now he's like cool he's super cool he believes in the same things as xavier does and he's, he just cares about like taking care of mutants and everything and, and then their likelihood and freaking cyclops went from like hey i'm the leader of the x-men i'm a cool guy and he just went i'm going to kill xavier because you're not following my lead because i'm a prick yeah that's as best as i could summarize it and yeah i never liked him Besides, Havoc was cooler anyways. <laughs> Havoc's also done some stupid stuff. He did. I can't remember, but I just saw, like, a list. It was just like, a random clip-bank listicle, and it's like, Oh, if you thought Cyclops was bad, his brother is also an absolute weapon. <laughs> he is, but I still like Havoc more than Cyclops. 
It's also mainly because I preferred like Jean Grey and Logan. Like that. That's that's didn't Havoc once did a clone of Jean Grey. I probably so. That sounds like that sounds like X Men. That sounds like comics. That sounds (laughs) like comics. Man, comics are dumb. Comics are dumb. Hey, if we're speaking about uh, Marvel production, because yeah. some stuff also popped out recently that I don't think was on the list, but um, they're going to be making, I mean, we kind of do this, but they confirmed they're going to be making Marvel shows for the Disney streaming service. Yes. Including potentially a Loki show. Yeah. A Scarlet Witch show. Yeah. And an all-female show, but that also might end up on ABC. Ooh. <laughs> I'm still not getting this fucking streaming service. I'm not paying for more of these things. God damn it. I'm putting my foot down. I, I'm probably not... I'll probably get this because I changed my mind on DC. I probably won't end up getting DC. Attaboy. Yeah. It's, it's probably going to be one or the other, and I'm probably going to fall on the Disney side. Yeah. And they also announced that they're making an Eternals movie today. Yeah. Oh. And the director is Chloe Zhao. Ooh. Who she... Her, like, an indie hit from Sundance Film Festival. Okay. That's why we don't know. <laughs> She's, I mean, I like that they're going back to what they were kind of doing before, where it's we're, like getting more, unknown. more unknown directors and also more unknown leads. Yeah, that's always good. With more unknown characters. Yeah. Check, check With, their Twitter feed first before you let them take on a movie. <laughs> I like that every. They probably now have a team that just scours this kind of shit. Well, and every single news outlet is pretty much unanimous in saying that it was a bad move. It's still a bad move to stand hard on James Gunn. I think, except maybe one commenter, commentator, like editorial on Jezebel. But I think there was like another one that came out at the same time. Like, no, it was still a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fig or Feige. I don't know how you fucking pronounce it. One one does Marvel and one does Melissa McCarthy movies, and I can't remember which is which. Uh, He said, as for Deadpool, uh, he said that he has a lot of ideas. Oh, yeah. What should be... I'm going to let Ryan Reynolds do his thing. Yes. (laughs) As long as they they keep it R. And keep the X-Men just... There. Yes. They are not like the only thing I want any sort of crossover is Wolverine being a part of the Avengers every now and then. Just hanging out. Whatever. It's Wolverine. That's it. That's the only thing I want. Rest of it can stay over there. I don't even need Wolverine, honestly. Wolverine's part of every team. I need Wait, I, I had this conversation I before. I gotta double check this. I want Alpha Flight to show up in the MCU. Yes. I want this too. I want Puck and Sasquatch. I remember... uh, And their version of the Cannonball special. I want them to adapt the Captain Marvel storyline where she worked with Alpha Flight and they made a space station together. Uh, Someone at work was saying that there was supposed to be some news on Fantastic Four, but I haven't seen anything, so I guess that was just a, a rumor. Saying, like, John Cena was supposed to be the thing. I can dig it. That, I, mean, I mean, I'm down with that. Yeah. Uh, why, why is he not Invisible Woman? He's perfect. <laughs> he's perfect to play Sue Storm. He's just going to play all of them. <laughs> you can't see him. He's going to turn into an Austin Powers movie. Oh, my 
God, can you get an Austin Powers movie, actually? Yes. I'd be down with that. Uh, Speaking of Austin Powers, James Bond. James Bond. <laughs> so, Bond 25 has its... gone. Well, now it has a... Well, it's gone through two directors, and now it has a third one. Oh. Uh, being Kerry Joji Fu, uh, Fukunaga, uh, who is behind... Uh, he did True Detective Season 1 and Beast of No Nation. So, he's got some... He's got some credit. Wasn't Beast of Donation like an Oscar bait movie? Sort of, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I know True Detective Season 1 was the good one. It's the only good one. Because Season 2 is bad. 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 Mainly because the guy, this guy was not a part of it. Yeah. He was only a part of it in like an executive producer role, which was really nothing. Yeah. He had no real input. The point being that Bond 25, they must just be keep on shoveling money at Daniel Craig to keep him on. Because he didn't even want to do this initially. And production... Well, he's wanted out since like after Quantum of Solace. Because the, the... Daniel Craig does his best, but his Bond movies have been very hit or miss in my, in my mind. Casino Royale's good. I'll stand by that. Quantum of Solace is not. No. I didn't bother watching Quantum of Solace. I saw Casino Royale. I saw Skyfall. Skyfall's good. Saw Skiffle. Skiffle. <laughs> and Spectre was kind of meh. I didn't bother with Spectre. Because they're like, oh, it comes full circle with the James Bond mythos. And I'm like, I have no connection to the James Bond mythos. I have seen three. <laughs> it's super convoluted. How is this bringing this, all of this full circle? What the fuck? Yeah. No, actually. I do not want do not want. So yeah, he, yeah, he's yeah. He's good. He's gonna do good. He's, he's gonna do he's the best he can with what he's if, got. Uh, he's gonna be good for the project if he stays on. Yes. <laughs> Expect uh, Bond twenty five and twenty twenty five. Hey, let's quickly go back to uh, the PlayStation Classic because we were talking about that before you got in. Okay. Uh, so this thing is releasing December 3rd, which you can pre-order that right now, listener, you guys, for 100 bucks. 100 smackaroos. Okay. Uh, and they've only announced 5 of 20 games that are coming with it, so... Can't wait to hear more. Yeah, like, um... I'm going for be some... Silent Hill. Yeah. Maybe Resident Evil. I think they may they gonna have to some some sort of big draw something like maybe like they did with the SNES maybe something that was stuck in development hell and never got released. Hmm. I can't think of any examples. I, I can't think of anything coming from Sony at least. Yeah. Uh, we'll probably see Crash Bandicoot on this. Final Fantasy VIII. Yeah. That's why that's, it's not on the Switch. <laughs> well, they already got seven on there, so eight would be nice. Yeah, it would make well. sense. I I honestly don't have a lot of nostalgia attached to PlayStation games. Was Slime the original PlayStation, or was that PS2? I think that was PS2. Yeah, Ridge Racer, that's probably great for Yum. (laughs) (laughs) The voice came out before I could hit him with that Ridge Racer. Uh, 
Yeah, I can't wait for this. This uh, I'll put money on that. Uh, back to movies. Uh, Michael B. Jordan set to star in a two Rainbow Six films. Good job. Good job. So, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six novel and prequel, Without Remorse, are coming to the big screen. We'll star Michael B. Jordan as protagonist John Clark, uh, reports uh, Variety. Paramount Pictures will bring uh, Without Remorse to the silver screen for the first time, following that with Rainbow Six. Jordan, along with uh, Josh Applebaum and Corin Nemec, uh, will serve as producers of the adaptation. He's Uh, in everything. He is. He's he's getting up there now. He's gonna be Superman. <laughs> if, Hopefully, maybe we'll see. There are a lot of people in this comment section that are like, "Oh, he's in everything." Like, calm down, calm down. Slow your roll. I'm I'm all for Michael B. Jordan being every, in everything. I'm just I like, like Michael B. I, Jordan. I, I my my only thing is, how does he find the time? He just it's just all right. When when's this project done? Here. Next film. He just walks to the next set. <laughs> the reason that so the, no, not Sony. The reason that Warner Brothers hasn't confirmed that he's playing Superman now is because he has to get the dates of all the other productions he's in. Yeah, there's uh, more more Tom Clancy stuff on big screen. I think his stuff translates pretty good to the big screen. So, except for that Jack Ryan film, that one was kind of bad. Moving on. So, uh, Avatar The Last Airbender is supposed to get a live action series on Netflix. From the original creators. From the original creators. And they said, we're going to avoid M. Night Shyamalan's missteps. Yeah. (laughs) I still don't want it. I think the, I think the best thing I saw of it was the open the gate meme. It's like, they're making a new avatar of the hairbender. It's like, open the gates! It's live action! Close the gates! It's from the original creators! Open, open the, the gates, gates a little! Yeah. <laughs> Considering I still haven't seen any avatar stuff whatsoever. Really? Really? Oh. So good. You're missing out, man. Well, if you want to watch it, you watch it. But if you well, don't, get around it's your to thing. it. You know what? Here's what I'll do. I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait for the first, or no, I'll wait for the new Avatar to come out, and I'll watch that. And then if it's bad, then I can watch the cartoon, and it'll be better. Like, here's the thing. I just don't get why they're making this. I don't know why. Why this was needed? Probably. Here's my theory. They want to make more stuff, like more new stuff, set in that universe. Like the, uh, the third story of whoever comes after Korra, or just some more stuff with the Korra squad. But like this is kind of be like their uh, proof of concept that works on Netflix because they they probably want to get away from Nickelodeon as soon as they can because Nickelodeon fucked over Legend of Korra. Yeah, like Nickelodeon fucks over anything that airs on Nickelodeon, but <laughs> especially Legend of Korra. So they probably went to Netflix, like, hey, Netflix, can we make a new cartoon series? And like, well, we don't know if a new cartoon's going to sell, but I bet a lot of Which is weird, because it would would sell as a cartoon. Oh, yeah. It would. Yeah, but I'm trying to think like Netflix. Yeah. And Netflix is probably going to say, we don't know if that would work, but because it's new. But if you take the old thing and make the old thing new, then that can draw interest, and then we'll greenlight your cartoon. I hate that. 
I hate that so much. That is that is a backwards way of thinking, but I feel like that's a possibility of what happened. Yeah. You know? So that's it, the thing, though. If, if you watch new Avatar, then there's the potential that they'll make actual new Avatar later down the road. Yeah. It's, yeah. You don't have to watch it. Just play it and then go do something else. I know. Else. <laughs> I know. It's just, I feel I feel like it just didn't even, it, there's just no need to even make more Avatar unless it's going to be new stuff. Like, specifically new stuff, not this proof of concept stuff. Because the first av- like the first Avatar series, The Last Airbender, was perfect in the medium. It came in, it was it fit everything, and it didn't waste it, anyone's time or anything. Except for one... E- I can only think of one episode where they wasted my time. <laughs> and for a... What was it? 61 episode series... <laughs> 60 out of 61 is a pretty... You're betting a pretty good average. It's a pretty good RBI. Exactly. Yeah, 61 episodes, and there's only one. And that's the that's the one in the valley where they have to lead those two clans oh, through. Yeah. And then, like, Aang tells a story about, like, how they actually... It was actually all a misunderstanding because these two clans hate each other because each one thinks, like, the other... Uh, their ancestor, like, fucked over the other one. But in actuality, like, Aang lied about the whole thing. Yeah. So I was like, so I wasted 30 minutes watching nothing. <laughs> Next episode. <laughs> it's the only episode in the show I skip. But yeah, I, I guess they can make this and hopefully we get more stuff. Yes. Yeah. Support the official release. Support the <laughs> Uh, I was hoping Austin would have been here for this, but since he had to back out last minute, uh, Soul Calibur five, uh, not five, six reveals my boy Raphael. He's got glasses now. Glasses, man. He a turtle? No. Okay. He, he's a sword boy. <laughs> okay. With glasses. He's not gonna, a vampire anymore, though. He gonna stick you, boy. He's gonna Next, stick. he put the glasses on. It's the oh, it's the prelude to madness. Mm. Before he goes mad, becomes a vampire. Yeah, because this game's also a prequel. Uh, he's he, he was the one I've been I've been waiting for because he was my main in the but past. Is he, is he still going to be your main if he's not a vampire? Hey, he probably will. But he still looks really fucking cool. Are yeah, they sunglasses? No, they're just regular like glasses. Got well, not glasses. even regular glasses. They're kind of weird looking glasses. If he had regular sunglasses, then he'd be able to go out in the sun, even if he was a vampire. <laughs> that's how it works. That, that's how that works, right? Yep. Yeah. I mean, if they're doing it that way, I don't know if they're going to bring back Amy then. Yeah, it, Amy was integral to Vampire Raphael's story. Was she a hedgehog? No, she she's not Amy Rose. Ah. <laughs> uh. Okay, they probably will. Actually, wait, October 19th? <laughs> it's pretty close. That's pretty fast, Ryan. Holy shit. My boy Voldo's out, so. Yeah. Tia Dark Wizard? My, my creepy, freaking, oh. air thrusting, spiky boy. <laughs> you know Voldo, don't you? No! What, you, you don't, don't know Voldo? Oh my god, Tim! Maybe I do, and your terrible imitations of him just shot it out of no, my mind. No, our imitations are, so are bad. pretty accurate. I don't know a Voldo. <laughs> This is a Valdo. I don't know a Valdo. Yeah, you do. I don't. He's, he's the Eddie Gordo of Soul Calibur. I don't know a Soul Except, Calibur. Except just 
A gimp. Yeah. He can't speak his gag. That looks like American Horror Story. Yeah, he <laughs> kind of is. He, he was uh, what American Horror Story is based off of. <laughs> he crawls on all fours and he turns into like a sonic spinball and like freaking slashes you up because he's got like spikes going they, down his chest. He's like spider crawling and then we'll like use his his uh he'll thrust his and he'll thrust yeah <laughs> I don't like this he's great he's he's the character I play the least because he scares me <laughs> I play him the most because he annoys my opponents <laughs> I need a sign that just says Baldo is banned in this house <laughs> I'll get that for you okay uh, last story. Oh, fuck, we're going to end on a bummer. Uh, Telltale Games uh, started a wave of layoffs, which may lead to them closing their doors. It will. And the shitty thing is that they're doing layoffs, not declaring bankruptcy, because that means that the higher ups can keep all the monies and like dividends and stuff. They don't have to pay out severance. Weak. You hear that? Weak. So, there's actually an update to the story. Uh, Telltale Games has issued a statement uh, to Ars Technica uh, confirming that the game maker has begun uh, taking steps to shut down completely in a full statement. Today, Telltale Games makes the difficult decision to begin a majority studio closure following a year marked by insurmountable challenges. A majority of the company's employees were dismissed earlier this morning with a small group of 25 people staying on to fulfill the company's obligations to its board and partners. CEO Pete Hawley uh, issues the following statement. It's been an incredibly difficult year for Telltale as we work to set the company on a new course. Unfortunately, we ran out of time trying to get there. Uh, we released some of our best content this year and received a tremendous amount of positive feedback, but ultimately uh, that did not translate to sales. With a heavy heart, we must we watch our friends leave today and spread our spread our board of storytelling across the game industry. So, in turn, they announced that the due to the steps to closing down, they had to cancel uh, Wolf Among Us two. And the Stranger Things game, so the last game will be uh, uh, the Walking, the Walking Dead. Uh, their la- the last part, yeah, in that season four quadrilogy, or however you quadrilogy know. quadrilogy. Okay, you I sadly you could see this from a mile away. Yeah, I heard the writing was on the wall for a while with some pretty shoddy business practices. And even that, like, you can't play every Telltale game and still be pleased because the formula just gets mundane. It's the same. Uh, The problem, I think, was the sheer volume of stuff coming out and the difference in quality between each product really harmed their image. Like, people, like, the, the, the coin was turned. I was telltale out yeah. because there was too much. Yeah, like didn't they do a Batman? They did yep. a Batman. Didn't they do game. a Guardians of the Galaxy? Yep. Yes. Oof. And to be fair, those games are fine. It's just 
it wasn't enough, mm-hmm. really. And despite the fact they were working with some major IPs and stuff, like Walking Dead really put them on the map, and then you have games like Tales from the Borderlands, and it's super fucking good. It's probably their best game, hands down. And then they had to work on Batman, and Guardians of the Galaxy, and Back to the Future, and all sorts of different games and such. And people were just tired. They were just kind of done with it. And then the fact that they were starting to get competition that were outdoing them, like Life is Strange. And as much as I hate to say, fucking David Cage. <laughs> the thing he shouldn't is, have outdone them, but he somehow did. He does because his games look incredible. And people like looking at pretty things. Even if the rain's absolute dog shit. Yeah. It's weird because part... Like, I've watched LPs of fucking... Uh, Beyond... No, not Beyond, fuck. Uh, Detroit, and... There is good parts to it. Like, Connor's story is a legitimately good story. Kara's part was bad... And oh boy, Marcus's stuff was bad. <laughs> bad. Uh, but yeah, fuck man. They make the bad game. They make they make the bad game. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. And I I've started following like artists on Instagram, and most of it is like, oh, this are some really some really really good Marvel stuff, and then sometimes Detroit become human stuff leaks, and I'm like, oh, you're also in this fandom. I guess I'll have to deal. To be fair, like, Connor is his best ring character. Who is Connor, even? I don't know which one he is. He's that main robot guy. I don't even know which ones are robots. (laughs) The ones with the circle on the side of the head. Which you could just, like, flick off. Is he the the cop, or is he the... He's the cop. Okay. Marcus is the black one who goes through the black suffering, but it's robots. (sighs) Hey, you know how racism is a bad thing? What if it was robots? <laughs> what, if robots? what if robots? What if it was robots and also no black humans made any commentary on it? Or the ones that do also like are just also evil because all all human characters in that game are evil except for Clancy Brown. That's it. Yeah. I can turn this on to a higher end note. Okay. Ryan Coogler has signed on to produce the LeBron James Space Jam movie. Hell yeah, baby! We are alive! <laughs> you see, I was on the fence about that project until you said that. <laughs> because guess what? Ryan Coogler's my favorite guy right now. Uh, but yeah, hope... Again, like we said about Vancouver, hope everyone lands on their feet, finds new jobs with uh, bigger opportunities. Or at least stabler ones. Stabler ones. Places where if you end up getting laid off again, at least you'll be protected. If something goes south, you get some kind of severance. I see these guys weren't attached to a major publisher, so that they didn't have to yeah which sucks yeah bad yeah but yeah like I'm, I'm pretty sure Capcom gave Vancouver severance I would hope so yeah but if you're not a part of a major developer you don't really have to give a severance if you can't afford it mm-hmm. <sighs> 
Oh yeah, I forgot they also made Minecraft. Oh right. Uh, you know what? I guess they deserve to die. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, good people worked on that. It was just a bad game. Uh, so that does it for the news. Hey Tanner, do you do anything on Twitter for the thing? Oh, I forgot. Thing or who? Oh, that's busy. fine. You're, Sorry, you've been busy. Uh, but where can people follow us on Twitter? Well, they can follow us at RealSFN, and you can check out that Twitter to see some of the stories we didn't have time for today, like a new Veronica Mars series, or Skrillex being in Kingdom Hearts. We don't have time, Duncan! What? We don't have time! No time! Duncan, where can the people send the emails to us? At superfunnetwork at gmail.com. Oh, no, you messed it up! You messed the... it up, Duncan! Superfunnetwork at gmail.com. Oh, did I miss the the? You missed the the. Oh, no. I wish I didn't have to put the the there. <laughs> but it's there. But that's the superfunnetwork at gmail.com. All one word. No underscores. No underscores. No, no dashes. Nothing. No no periods, no nothing. No dits, no dots. Yeah. No polka dots. All of our all the email we've had today has been spam. Delicious. <laughs> like, Hi dear. How are you today? I hope you are doing great. It's a great great pleasure to contact you. And I hope you don't mind that I And also, dearest, dearest, I know this mail will come to you as a surprise as we haven't known or come across each other before. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not actually going to open these. Did they die partway through? Uh, I hope so. This is from Robots, Tracy Williams. Speaking of weird-ass spam, speaking of weird-ass spam, I got physical mail from some kind of Zionist group yesterday. What? Which is fucking, if you don't know what that is, they're the people who think Israel's the best because Muslims are evil, so they're quacks. You can tell something's up when they're like the Jewish organization of Christ's message of the true Messiah. Which is, hmm, something about that sentence seems off. Yeah, something. I'm not so sure about some of that. Something about that seems pretty off brand for both Judaism and Christianity. So I'm going to shred you. <laughs> they can also follow us on Facebook at the Superfund Network. And also on Instagram at Superfund Network. I wish I could get these all uniform, but no. No, because other people are just bad. Yeah, they're evil. Uh, <laughs> so I've also started thinking of stuff for... Because QCAF is coming up in two weeks. And I won't be able to be there. No. Okay. Like, I'll be I'll be there, but I can't be on the podcast because I'm volunteering at the same time in the other room. Podcast is the last thing of the day. Yeah. What? There's stuff going on during the podcast. Yes. Goddamn, Ty. I would have, and I would have volunteered in your guys' room, but Paulo already took that spot. Oh, goddammit. Well, I guess I gotta think of a different lineup then. Yeah. Unless I'll ask, I'll ask Paulo if Wants he wants to switch, and then I'll be, I'll be there. I just won't be there. Be there. <laughs> well, you just <laughs> you're sitting in all the room while also being on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. We'll figure this out. So I've started thinking of things. How do you guys feel about wrestling entrances? Oh no, I don't know a wrestle. <sighs> 
Well, you do know a wrestler who was on Dancing with the Stars. No, I don't. I've only seen one season. Oh, did you, did you see the one with Nikki Bella? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that one. I don't know anything about Nikki Bella. I know she... Well, all you need is her theme. All I know is that she has You a... can look, but you can't touch. She has a spine, and she does the ropes sometimes. Yeah. She did a rope dance. I've... I've, I think I've been thinking of actual, like, wrestler themes for ourselves. <laughs> so, obviously, with you, it would be like Hulk Hogan. Get out of my head. <laughs> I'm just imagining you walking out like When it comes crashing down and it hurts inside With fucking Austin's like Viva la raza I love, I cheat, I steal like an Eddie Guerrero right there. Maybe it would be better if I didn't I set out and just let you guys go full wrestling. But no, you need to get No, the best the best one I thought, eh? I constantly was laughing about this was fucking bum entering to Brock Lesnar's thing. Dun 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 so it's going to be you three losing your minds like idiots and me and Bummer are going to sit on the sides and be like, we don't know what's happening. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> and of course Liam coming out with like John Cena's theme. Because <laughs> that's the big meme. I need to go find a Hulkamania shirt now. That I can rip. Hulkamania. Hulkamania over in wild The only other wrestle I know is Ultimate Warrior. And that's only because he tried to make a comic book once. <laughs> he did. It's wrong. Yeah. Uh, I'm still <laughs> trying to figure out myself. It's, it's a toss-up between, like, Edge or Triple H. <laughs> because I got the hair for both of them. If I, did, I thought the Edge was bald. Well, he is no, now. No, you're he, thinking of the... Uh, oh, Triple H. You're, 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 well, you're thinking of the... Isn't... The Edge in U2? Oh, yeah. The guitars? Oh. Yeah. No, there's a wrestler named Edge. I'm the Edge. No. <laughs> yeah, you're the Edge. I'm the Edge. I'm, I'm Edge. I'm where the streets have no name. <laughs> I, still, I still want the wrestling match between Edge and the Edge versus Sting and Sting. <laughs> what if What if everyone else comes out and then my intro music is just that U2 album that no one wanted? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah, that thing. <laughs> I forgot about that. I got in a Tumblr fight over that. <laughs> how are fun. people still making... How is that still a viable joke thing? It happened three years ago. And I hear jokes about that at least once a month. That was a long time. That was when that happened. Jesus. You took three years ago. There was a spontaneous U2 album. It's destroying the civilization. It's a fucking SCP. Calm down. It's just an album. You can delete it. You can no, you, that was the problem. You listen. couldn't delete it. You couldn't initially. Then don't listen to it. Make a playlist and don't put U2 on it. But people who didn't like U2 used it as an excuse to bitch and moan about it. It's like, I don't want this on my freaking computer. It's taking up space on my phone. And then they finally said, what? like, here's a way to remove it, you baby. automatic download so it doesn't automatically download stuff. To be fair, it's a dumb move. Why would you, like... Well, it was you know, unannounced. It was yeah, like, oh, hey, so like, this is on your phone now. Like, but what if I don't like you, about, what if I don't like you two? Like, well... Suck it up. Too bad for you. 
Should have had our Mac Downs on, idiot. Uh, if we got Duncan the right wig, he could be Bono. Oh, God. He could be. Yeah. Do the Actually, streets you know have no Hmm? Do the streets have no name? I don't know, because I'm, I've changed my mind again. My intro music should be 500 miles. <laughs> or 1,000 miles. Like the, the piano one. Make yeah. it way downtown. Make it my way downtown. Walking fast. Facing fast. <laughs> It's either oh, actual okay. wrestling themes, or you guys just like come up with no own the theme from the theme. theme from Mucha Lucha. Oh God! The theme from Ultimate Muscle. Oh God! <laughs> Give him Raven's theme. So my car, 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 car. Raven had a theme, and his Fed theme was like car, 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 car. It just sounds like so my car, 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 car. Wrestling's this great. Painful. Yeah, it's no, tough. maybe I'll leave it to Ty to decide if he wants to switch us. Yeah. I might I might opt out. Well, it's only for like five minutes at the start. Okay. And then, <laughs> then we just go into it'll be just like last year, basically. With people desperately trying to figure out who we are and why yeah. we got our own time slot. Yeah. How did yeah. you earn this? Guess what? We didn't. Nepotism. <laughs> We run the show. Fuck off. Next year we'll fly. Lin- me and Lindsay will do a live edition of our new podcast. Mm. Which I was gonna ask you if anyone had sent you emails for us, but I realized they couldn't have because it's not out yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that more or less does it for us. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't even go over time. Yeah. And now hurry up. Nah, we're actually gonna go for another five minutes just in complete silence. It's it's gonna be you. It's gonna be on you. Me and Duncan don't have like prior engagements. Yeah. We can show a fashionably late to club. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get food. Yeah. You're not gonna get food. I'm not. No. Sadly. No. I'm gonna die. I have an eight today. Oh, maybe you should get food. I should get food. We're gonna have to make Ty buy it for you. Yeah. Yeah. You heard it here first, Ty. Alright, thank you for listening. Uh, you can catch us next week on The Prelude 2. Final epilogue, Fragmentary Passage.